Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to our Social Causes Friday's Discussions. I'm the host, the tour guide. It's September 30th, 2022. Thanks so much for spending your valuable time with us. So we are going through Forces of Habit, Drugs in the Making of the Modern World. This book is written by David T. Courtright. We're in Chapter 5, Discussing the Trap Baited with Pleasure. Understanding a little bit more of who becomes addicted to drugs, why they become addicted, and other details. So there's a lot that needs to be discussed in this chapter. So I'm going to be breaking it up into smaller segments. Today, I'm just going to give an introduction and yeah, we'll go from there. So stay tuned. So essentially, chapter five focuses on what makes controlled substances and the psychoactive revolution so um, enticing. What makes people addicted to drugs? What keeps them hooked? Who's more susceptible? Is it something that's internal? Something that is just certain people are more prone or disposed to? Is it external factors? So um, I kind of browsed through the book already and got some little highlights and, you know, golden nuggets. And like I said, this chapter is really worth spending a little bit more time going through detail. So let me go ahead and give you, I guess, an introduction and um, kind of like the beginning segments just to give you an idea of what we're going to be talking about. So the common belief, though, is that the majority of drugs are dangerous and that they're best suited to be within um, a hospital setting, which is the majority of opinions. That's where the society feels like that's the role that drugs play in society, where they belong, which is in super under the supervision of a medical doctor. And it also seems um, as a seductive product for capitalists, merchants, and for political elites. And they see it as a great source of revenue, which is true. So on 91, page 91, there's a great quote. It says, the clash between opportunities for profits and concerns about health forms the central moral and political conflict running through the history of the psychoactive commerce. So there's definitely a conflict between morality and then the opportunity for profit. Continuing on though, the question that must be considered though about drugs on page 91, what is it about drugs that generates so much demand? Have you ever asked yourself, why is it a person is on drugs? Why would they remain or choose to actively seek out these controlled substances? So, and why so many people also, why are they willing to sacrifice everything they possess to acquire them? So in short though, drugs are poisons, essentially, and in evolutionary terms, accidental intoxications. So the thing is though, it may be of some value, giving an organism a warning or a signal to stay away from it. To seek after an intoxication and then profit from it, though, is paradoxical. So Andrew Weil, he argues that all people, everyone, has a natural drive to alter their normal consciousness. 92 says, children at play will whirl themselves into a virtuous stupor. And then there's holy men and holy women who will lose themselves in deep meditation. To get that type of spiritual awakening so children i'm sure you've seen them spin around in circles and do those little 
um, the little merry-go-rounds or, you know, the little tornadoes that they do. And then they have fun with that dizzying effect. And then, you know, lots of people like to meditate. And it's a natural source that they do with the breathing and then just getting their minds into an altered state. So it's something that we all have this desire to do. The desire to vacate the ego-centered consciousness is deep-seated. So drugs are a shortcut to obtaining altered states of mind. And then Wiles claims that um, the ones um, that drive towards drugs, he believes, sorry, even though his claim is that everyone has this one natural desire for drugs and that it's inborn, we also have to consider the social circumstances. So in short, bored, miserable creatures are more likely to seek out drugs to acquire altered states. And they've done studies and they've found out that animals in captivity are more likely to use controlled substances than those in the wild. And the last quote for the evening, I guess it's going to be very, very brief on page 92. It says, and one could say that civilization in itself represents a state of captivity. So again, if you're ever wondering why so many people are on drugs, could be that we're living in an essential prison, but that's just one theory. We're going to go into more detail. I'll have a part two for tomorrow with the blog and give you guys a deeper, fuller discussion. Like I said, today, a little bit behind in schedule, but I did want to let you guys know that um, this book, great information, this chapter, so much value from it had to share so with that though, i will leave you i've been your host the tour guide and as always thanks for tuning in and god's peace